Are Democrats seeing UFOs? Should illegal aliens be given driver's licenses? Is Hillary voting like a Republican? The Democrats covered it all in last night's debate. We'll talk about it today. And we'll talk about Halloween versus Reformation Day. This is Jerry Johnson Live from Crystal College. Join us as we look at today's news from the Christian worldview for Christ and culture. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy. I have a dream. It depends upon what the meaning of the word is. And the people who knock these buildings down will hear all of us soon. We will not tire, we will not falter, and we will not fail. Welcome to Jerry Johnson Live. For the next hour, this is your place for relevant discussion of topics in the news and in our culture from a Christian perspective. Your host is Dr. Jerry Johnson, President of Criswell College and Criswell Communications. Later in the show, we'll open the toll-free lines for your questions and comments. You may also email us at talk at jerryjohnsonlive.com. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jerry Johnson. Did you see a UFO? Uh, I, I did. We are the best kept secret in the universe. Our mission is to monitor extraterrestrial activity on Earth. We are your best, last, and only line of defense. We work in secret. We exist in shadow. And we dress in black. All right, did you see that last night? Well, not all of that, but the first part of that clip. Dennis Kucinich, running for president of the United States, said last night in the debate he had seen a UFO. And the governor of New Mexico, Bill Richardson, said that he thought the government was covering up still the Roswell incident. In just a moment, we'll talk to a Christian theologian about UFOs and what are the Christian options to understanding the UFO phenomenon. But also at the debate last night, Hillary Clinton was asked if she supported the governor of New York's plan to give driver's licenses to illegal aliens. Senator Clinton, I just want to make sure what I heard. Do you, the New York Senator, Hillary Clinton, support the New York governor's plan to give illegal immigrants a driver's license? You told the National Hampshire paper it made a lot of sense. Do you support his plan? You know, Tim, this is where everybody plays gotcha. All right. Well, Senator Clinton says gotcha. Why? Because she doesn't want to answer as to whether or not she really supports the idea of driver's license going to illegal aliens. We're going to ask you later in the program what you think about that plan and that program and her answer. And you won't believe how the other candidates piled on to attack her, not so much for her position, but for the way she answered or would not answer that question. We'll talk about that later in the program. But first, intriguing topic in that debate last night. UFOs, illegal aliens to aliens. What do you think about aliens or the idea of UFOs? Earlier today, I talked with a Criswell College professor who's studied the phenomenon 
of UFOs. Here's that interview. My guest is Dr. R. Allen Street. He holds the W.A. Criswell Chair of Expository Preaching at Criswell College. He's the editor of the Criswell Theological Review. Welcome to the program, Dr. Street. Thank you. It's good to be here, Dr. Johnson. Dr. Street, um, you've studied UFO phenomenon for years. I want you to listen to a soundbite from last night's Democratic presidential debate. Here is Congressman Dennis Kucinich talking about UFOs. Congressman Kucinich, I want to move to a different area because uh, this is a serious, serious question. The godmother of your daughter, Shirley MacLaine, writes in her new book that you cited a UFO over her home in Washington State, that you found the encounter extremely moving, that it was a triangular craft, silent and hovering, that you felt a connection to your heart and her directions in your mind. Now... Did you see a UFO? Uh, I, I did, and uh, the rest of the account, well, I, I didn't, I, it was unidentified flying object, okay? It's like, it's unidentified. I saw something. Now, to answer your question, um, I'm moving my, it's, and I'm also going to move my campaign office to Roswell, New Mexico. And oh, that's enough of that. But Dr. Street, here's Dennis Kucinich, a nationally televised presidential debate, says he has seen a UFO. And of course, uh, this relative said it was actually a moving experience for him. And uh, I'd like to talk about that for a minute because I think most Christians find this a fascinating topic. Here it is again in the media. Uh, What's your reaction to this coming up in the debate? Well, it doesn't surprise me. We have a former president, President Jimmy Carter, said he saw a UFO, so it must run in the Democratic family. (laughs) <laughs> well, let's talk about uh, the history of these sightings in the United States. Uh, you know, he mentioned Roswell. Right. And uh, did it begin there or before Roswell? Well, it actually began one month before Roswell or two weeks before Roswell. In June of 1947, a man named Kenneth Arnold, a amateur pilot, was flying his plane near Mount Rainier. And he said that he saw a formation of flying machines. And when he was asked what they looked like, he said they looked like discs or saucers flying, and thus it became, uh, these, this phenomenon became known as flying saucers. So at that point, we had our first sighting. Then uh, two weeks later, on July 4th, 1947, uh, there was the Roswell incident where a farmer said he saw a wreckage from a UFO and a- an actual body. Wow. Now, Kucinich uh, was talking about percentages and uh, the moderator, Tim Russert, said, oh, about 14% of Americans say they've seen UFOs. So here's the question I have for you. With that kind of a percentage, if that's accurate, uh, something is happening. So what are the various options, the theories, the ideas about what this could be? And I guess particularly later we want to talk about what would be the Christian options. Mm-hmm. But what are some of the theories? Well, the first theory would be the man-made theory, that uh, he saw something in the sky that was man-made. He misidentified it as a flying saucer. Now, he was very clear that he said it was unidentified, which means it had no identifying marks. He didn't see anybody on board. He was not (laughs) abducted. He wasn't taken up to a mothership. But uh, option one would be man-made materials. Our government does have secret projects that they're working on. And uh, you just think of the stealth uh, bomber that we have, this technology, uh, definitely triangular in shape. You could see something like that over a testing area. You'd think it's a UFO. So that would be option number one. Other theories? Uh, Other theories are the natural phenomenon theory, swamp gas, uh, 
things of that nature, lights in the sky, uh, seeing the northern lights, I actually think you're seeing a a UFO. Um, Also things such as uh, certain stars or the moon shining at a certain, you know, because of weather inversions and things like that, and you mistake natural phenomena for UFOs. That's possible. Um, Another possibility uh, would be that they're actually from outer space. I mean, let's uh, say there's that's a possibility. Now, there's it's a very remote possibility because uh, light travels at the speed of 186 or 183,000 miles per second. The closest star is four and a half light years away. That means traveling at 186,000 miles per second, it would take four and a half years for light to travel to the nearest star in our galaxy. So no one can travel at that speed. So that seems like it would be, uh, that would be remote. But that's certainly one of the theories. Another theory would be uh, the fake theory or the fraud theory. There are people who actually have written books, say they've been on UFOs, and they're uh, they're liars. They're deceiving the public for publicity reasons and for money. There was a man by the name of George Adamski wrote a book called The Flying Saucers Have Landed. He claimed that he was abducted. It come to find out he had actually written a science fiction book about 10 years before, submitted to a publisher. It got rejected. Ten years later, he said it was a true story. It got accepted. And many people believed George Adamski had actually been abducted. They accepted his story as fact, when in reality it was a fraud. You're listening to Jerry Johnson Live. We're talking to Dr. R. Allen Street. He holds the W.A. Crystal Chair of Expository Preaching at Crystal College. And early in his academic career, did a lot of research on the cults and uh, other kinds of uh, supernatural phenomena. Uh, Dr. Street uh, essentially... Uh, Scientology is built around some kind of an alien story. Isn't that correct? That's correct. Uh, Scientology is another situation, in my opinion, that's a fraud, where L. Ron Hubbard was a science fiction writer, and one day he said, why should I write science fiction novels for a penny a word when I can make a million dollars starting a new religion? (laughs) So he took his book, Dianetics, which was a science fiction book, claimed that it was a real happening, and thus Scientology wow. was born. And Tom Cruise, a Scientologist. That's right. Well, Dennis Kucinich, this congressman in the debate last night, he's running for president. He said, I saw a UFO. And it was very interesting. Then they went to the governor of New Mexico, Bill Richardson, who said, uh, well, uh, I don't think but, uh, this is real, but uh, we have this tourism industry, and I support sure. that. Um, but we want to know, really, from the Christian worldview, um, you know, what are the possible options for Christians when they think about uh, these sightings? Fourteen percent of Americans or so say they have seen UFOs. What what are the Christian options? I would say that there are, of the sightings, about 95 percent are identifiable. That leaves about 5 percent that are unidentifiable. Those are the ones we have to explain. Now, one thing that that psychologists tell us is that once a person says they see a flying saucer, then someone else will say they saw one, and then it's it sort of multiplies, and you have a hysteria factor. <laughs> so I think that's one possibility. But the British government a number of years ago, very interestingly, did a study, and they came to the conclusion that people were seeing something, but they were spiritual in nature, and they were manifesting themselves in a physical way. And the British government concluded that it was some sort of angelic or demonic manifestation. That was their bottom line conclusion. A government study. A government study. Does that make sense to you as you read the text of Scripture and you think about this? Well, we do know that uh, angels can appear in physical form. And why shouldn't demons be able to appear in physical form? Uh, 
I don't know that I hold that, that, that that's what people are seeing, but it's a possibility. Scripture says in the last days there'll be signs and wonders in the sky. Maybe that's what they're saying. Maybe it's a sign of the end of the age. Final question, Dr. Street. Have you ever seen a UFO? I see many things I can't identify, (laughs) but I'm not sure it would be a UFO. (laughs) Dr. Arlen Street, W.A. Criswell Chair of Expository Preaching at Criswell College, editor of the Criswell Theological Review, and he's written an article called Unidentified Flying Objects. If you'll email me at talk at jerryjohnsonlive.com, talk at jerryjohnsonlive.com, We will send you this article, Unidentified Flying Objects, by Dr. R. Allen Street. Thank you for being with us. Thank you. Okay, another thing that happened last night at that debate is Dennis Kucinich questioned President Bush's mental health for talking about World War III if Iran got nuclear weapons. But others might be questioning Kucinich's mental health. He says he saw a UFO. What do you think about that? The number's 800-881-9270. Here are the questions. The next segment, I'm asking for your calls. Have you ever seen a UFO? The number is 800-881-9270. I want to hear about it. What is your theory on UFOs? 800-881-9270. What do you think about Area 51? Is the government hiding something? The governor of New Mexico, Bill Richardson said last night that he thought the government still had not come clean on the Roswell incident. The number is 800-881-9270. When we come back, we're going to listen to Barack Obama. Barack Obama was asked the question, do you believe in extraterrestrial life? Do you believe in UFOs? Do you believe in aliens? We'll hear what Obama said. And we'll also talk about a breaking story this week that NASA has been ordered to search its files on a 1965 UFO incident, and NASA is going to release those files to the public. We'll talk about that as well in just a minute. And most importantly, what would be the Christian worldview on this concept of UFOs? And we'll also go from... Aliens to illegal aliens. What do you think about Hillary Clinton last night saying she supports the idea of giving driver's licenses to illegal aliens? We'll talk about it when we come back. It's Jerry Johnson Live from Criswell College, 800-881-9270. November 14th, the Criswell Radio Network's Town Hall Series is back. The Battle for the Truth, Beware the False Prophets, a town hall meeting to focus our gaze back on Christ and the truth of God's Word. But everybody likes to make fun of Christianity. Everybody likes to make fun of Jesus. Special guest panelists include Dr. Robert Jeffress, pastor of First Baptist Church, Dallas, Jack Graham, pastor Prestonwood Baptist Church in Plano, Barry Cameron, pastor of Crossroads Christian Church, Grand Prairie, and more. So when they tell you I'm out there, they tell you I'm making an appearance, he said, don't you believe him? The Battle for Truth. Hosted by Dr. Jerry Johnson, president of the Criswell College in Dallas. This is Jerry Johnson, president of Criswell College in Dallas. I'll be your moderator for this important live discussion. Wednesday, November 14th, 7 p.m., and live from Crossroads Christian Church. The truth. Fight for it with us. Only here on the Criswell Radio Network.
You're listening to Jerry Johnson Live. Now here's your host, Dr. Jerry Johnson, President of Criswell College and Criswell Communications. Senator Clinton, I just want to make sure what I heard. Do you, the New York Senator, Hillary Clinton, support the New York governor's plan to give illegal immigrants a driver's license? You told the National Hampshire paper it made a lot of sense. Do you support his plan? You know, Tim, this is where everybody plays gotcha. All right, Senator Clinton last night saying she does and then she doesn't agree with the idea of giving driver's licenses to illegal aliens. We're going to talk about that later in the program. And really, uh, a kind of an attack on Senator Clinton last night by her Democrat colleagues. But the other surprise last night was the question about UFOs. Dennis Kucinich, running for president, said he had seen a UFO. A UFO. Uh, the governor, governor of New Mexico, Bill Richardson, said he thought the government was still covering up the Area 51, or the Roswell incident. The Roswell incident. Fascinating. And we want to know, have you ever seen a UFO? What is your theory on UFOs? And particularly, what do you think about Roswell or Area 51? 800-881-9270 is the number. We've got callers already on the line. We've got Dana on the line from Dallas. Dana, thank you for calling and holding. Um, What's your view, Dana? Well, my view is that it's definitely a possibility. Several years ago, a friend and I were traveling to West Texas, and we had flown into Midland, and as we were uh, headed out of Midland, it was a beautiful night sky, and it was the sky was full of stars, and we were reflecting upon God's incredible handiwork. We were seeing shooting stars, and as we approached uh, Alpine, Texas, from nowhere, from absolutely nowhere, our car was encircled by these flashing lights that were truly unexplainable, and... It was one of those moments that she, we just looked at each other and we went, what is this? We cannot believe it. And were you afraid, uh, Dana? Were you afraid? Do you know, it was, at first, yes. Uh, my friend said, let's stop. <laughs> Don't you dare. And then um, they completely encircled the car. They, you know, surrounded us and it, so, you know, they followed us for quite a, quite a while. The lights followed miles. you. The lights followed you. Yes, they did. Wow. And, um... We kind of jokingly said, no one will ever believe it. No one. <laughs> we didn't even believe it. And then we came to the realization that with all, you know, God is, you know, in complete control. And that if he wanted us to see that, that was, you know, just a welcoming to us because, you know, we are both very strong believers. And then when we got to Big Bend, our guide, we were just sharing a little bit about, you know, the, the drive and, uh, my friend looked at me, and I looked at her, and I said, you're not going to believe what happened to us. We saw these incredible lights that followed us for probably about 15 miles. And she said, what a welcome to Big Ben. She said, those are commonly known as the Marfa lights. And so it was just an incredible experience. What did, it, what did they call them, the what lights? The Marfa lights. Marfa lights, uh-huh. Outside of Marfa, Texas. And, you know, they've been around for many years. They tried to explain them, like you said, as possible gas, you know, a gas release. They tried to explain it as, you know, an Indian burial ground. But, you know, it's one of those things that it is an unexplainable phenomenon. And we were just fortunate enough, we thought, to be there and experience it. Dana, do you think this could have been angels? Well, you know, Jerry, I think with God, anything's possible. Wow. And... 
Maybe so. And our guide said, what an incredible welcoming to Big Ben, because she said, most people don't see this. And the sky that night was incredible. We saw so many shooting stars. And also, the, the stars were different colors out there, and we thought, you know, we just had an incredible peace about it the more we thought about it. But wow. I definitely experienced it. I saw it with my own eyes, and I am not one of those that really believe in things like that. Thanks so much, Dana. All right, 14% of Americans say they have seen some kind of a UFO. Let's go to Nancy on the line from Lancaster. Nancy, what Hello. do you think? You're on the air, Nancy. What do you Hi. think? <laughs> well, I just had a few comments. I was born in Pascagoula, Mississippi, where a man claimed to have been abducted. Two men claimed, two fishermen claimed to have been abducted. Um, he wrote a book about it, one of the men. Um, the other man has had, several, has, mental, has, has had mental problems for several years. Um, I remember that night. I was very small, and my mother told me that that night she remembers there was something very uncanny going on. Uh, the dog was going crazy. My sister was out with a church group at a skating rink. My mother said, I just kept pacing the floor and praying for her and come to find out my sister's bus was driving right near that area at the time that this abduction supposedly happened. So, um, and I was looking through the scriptures at Colossians, um, and it says, by, for by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible. And I know that Genesis lays out exactly what God has created. Um, so there's only a few options. <laughs> and that's either that these are demons or they're angels. Hmm. And I, I think, think that's that very interesting. The issue is there some other strange, unknown, created thing out there that would come to attack us, um, you know, against our will. And I think Scripture pretty much lays out what God has created. Hey, thank you so much. Uh, you know, I think that's very interesting. Angels or demons? What do you think about that theory? 800-881-9270. Of course, abduction now a whole different category. I mean, people say they see a UFO. That's one thing. But there are others who say, well, I've been abducted. And that gets into a whole other category. We've got Charlie on the line. Charlie, thank you for calling. Charlie, what's your view? Thank you for taking my call. First of all, if it is an unidentified flying object, it, that could be any real or apparent flying object, which, as it states, it cannot be identified by the observer, correct? Well, yeah, and, and technically speaking, in those words, you take them one at a time, that could be anything. It wouldn't have to be extraterrestrial. It just means you don't know what you're seeing. That's exactly And right. uh, we see car vehicles on the road like that. We see people kind of walking around like that. We see all sorts of things we can't figure out. But I think most people, when they say UFO, they mean that they believe this is probably something not of this earth. I think most people actually think that when they hear the word, don't they? I think they do because they're going to also try to tie in that with maybe flying saucers. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. And, and I see this. Now, I've never seen anything not like that. I've never seen a phenomenon like that. But when you say, like the doctor earlier on said something about uh, the angels have reappeared on the earth in, in another form. Would that be the same as when Jesus made many, many appearances on earth prior to coming as a baby? Would that be what you call a the theophany, whatever you call that word? Well, the theophanies were appearances of the second person of the Trinity, the Son of God, 
Um, Christophanies, that is. Uh, Christophany is an appearance of the Son of God, the second person of the Trinity, uh, before the Incarnation. You're correct. Right, a right. theophany would be more general, and it would just be an appearance of God. So, for instance, maybe the burning bush would amount to a kind of a theophany, or when Moses got a glimpse of sort of the back of God as he passed by, that's sort of a theophany, or the pillar, the glory cloud, the Shekinah Gloriac cloud would be a kind of a theophany, yes, in the Old Testament. Right, but then this brings another question to mind. The pictures that we have seen of things that look like a flying saucer, I'm confused. Hmm. Well, yes, I mean, we don't have any biblical reference, really, to something looking like a flying saucer being a theophany or Christophany. But it's very interesting. I have right here in my hand a photo from Dr. Street's article of a U.S. government experimental aircraft uh, that looks very much like a flying saucer. It says U.S. Air Force, U.S. Army uh, as well on it, and it's an actual picture of uh, an experimental aircraft that looks very much like a flying saucer that evidently was tried out at one point. We've got to move on to the next caller. Let's go to Susan. I believe Susan is on the line. And Oh, that was Susan. Let's go to Mrs. Herman. Mrs. Herman uh, on the line from Bedford. Mrs. Herman, thank you for calling. What's your story? Yes, my story is that, number one, I'm 84, so this is not a new story. All right. Because my mother had a brother who lived in Marfa. And way back in the early 1940s, all of us went to see them. And he very carefully showed us those unexplained lights in the mountains near Marfa. And did you see them? Well, I saw them every night as long as I was there. And what do you think those lights are? Nobody had any idea, and I did not make any conjectures, because they were unexplained and unexplainable by the people who were knowledgeable back in the 40s. Hmm. Well, do you believe in UFOs, Mrs. Herman? I don't know. I used to work in defense, and in a defense company, there was a reliable engineer who claimed that he had been stopped by one, and it stopped his his automobile motor, and he could not get away until <laughs> the unexplained object and the being in it left. Wow. Well, Mrs. Herman... We're up on a hard break. I want to thank you for that call. And we've got other callers holding. And we still haven't heard from Barack Obama. He was asked the question, do you believe in UFOs? We'll, we'll listen to him when we come back. So we're talking about aliens, UFOs. What's the Christian view? What's the biblical view? What are the options scientifically and scripturally? I'll try to run through those options again when we come back. And then we're going to go from... Aliens to illegal aliens. We're going to talk about Hillary Clinton last night. We're going to play the sound for you. She said she does and she doesn't support the idea of illegal aliens getting driver's license. Do you think it's good for illegal immigrants to have a driver's license? This is Jerry Johnson live from Crystal College. We'll be right back.
Oh, Ghostbusters, you'll remember that. Well, it's uh, Halloween today, but it's also Reformation Day, and we're going to talk about that comparison or that contrast later in the program, Halloween versus Reformation Day. And there's an interesting AP poll that came out about which politicians actually make the scariest Halloween mask. You don't want to miss that. We're going to do that later in the program. Which politician has the scariest, makes for the scariest Halloween mask. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about a Christian view on Halloween. But right now we're talking about the Democrat debate last night and the surprise topic of UFOs. And what is the Christian worldview on UFOs? Have you ever seen a UFO? What do you think uh, are the options for Christians when it comes to thinking about unidentified flying objects? We've got Bill on the line from Fort Worth. Bill, have you ever seen a UFO? Uh, what no. do you think this is about? Uh, Dr. Johnson, I've never seen a UFO, um, and my view on it is, is this. Um, God created everything that we know plus everything that we don't know, and uh, he gave us a scripture which tells me how I'm supposed to relate to him through my Lord Jesus Christ and how he relates to me and how I'm supposed to relate to other people. And whether in his infinite wisdom, and since his ways and thoughts are higher than mine, if he wanted to create another race, that's certainly his prerogative, and if he did, it doesn't impact my relationship with him, and it shouldn't impact my relationship with other people. So the Scripture is what I have to deal with with God and how he deals with me, so I don't worry about the UFOs. All right. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, Bill, for that call. Well, a lot of people find this interesting. Uh, Congressman Kucinich said last night he had seen a UFO, and in a book, uh, there's more about his experience, which says that he had a warm, peaceful experience and so forth in that UFO encounter. And the governor of New Mexico said he thought the government was hiding information about the Roswell incident years ago. Well, here's Janice on the line from Denton. Janice, thank you for calling and holding. Janice, what's your view? Well, I used to teach fifth grade science, and I, I want to piggyback off of uh, the uh, doctor that spoke earlier. Dr. Street. And, Yes, and I used to have bubble bursting day, and I would ask my kids, how many of you think that you're going to see an alien walking down the street sometime in your <laughs> lifetime? And oh yeah, they did. Then we sat down with some of the information he spoke about to figure out that if you have uh, to tra traveling at the speed of light to the nearest star from our solar system, not just uh, not our planet, but from the edge of our solar system at the speed you'd have to have to break out of the the uh, uh, pull of our gravity pull of our solar system, then it would take 70 lifetimes end to end to reach it. Mm. And you can't just have one lifetime end to end. So you've got to have two people to propagate. And then you have to think about all of the food, all of the water you would have to take with you for 70 lifetimes for two people all the way down, and that that's just totally phenomenal. You know, Janice, I think you make an important point. Uh, Carl Sagan and others who uh, believed in some kind of extraterrestrial intelligence, uh, the concept of that, really gave up on the idea of craft ever coming to Earth or beings ever coming to Earth because they thought it was physically impossible. 
because of the distance and because of the speeds that you would have to travel, there's just no way that a craft or beings could arrive. And so the SETI project was about messages. The best they could hope for, they thought, was that we would, with these dishes shooting up, listening for radio signals, that we might hear messages or send messages to them and they could send messages to us. But they pretty much said, we will not ever see uh, other beings as such. Well, we've got Venal on the line from Lancaster. Venal, thank you for calling and holding. What's your view? Yes, uh, I'm working on a book called How Do We Get Here? And in my book, I have three uh, views of creation. And one of them is uh, uh, UFOs. And as I was doing research, I discovered that uh, some believe that uh, God is an alien. So what I think is uh, it's a demonic uh, a belief that we came from aliens. Well, I appreciate that call, Vino. You know, I have to say about all these abduction experiences, I particularly think those are demonic in nature because the messages that people get, the messages they bring back, they're lies, uh, they're not the truth, and uh, I think that's an evidence of demonic activity. But I do think something else is interesting. How did we get here? One theory is aliens. You know, Francis Crick was the co-discoverer of DNA with Dr. Watson. And Francis Crick said this, knowing the complexity of DNA, he wasn't a Christian, he wasn't a believer, but he said there is no way life could have evolved on earth by itself at the complexity we have, even the complexity of a strand of DNA, some intelligence had to put life on this earth. So Crick had a theory called directed panspermia. He believed that aliens sent ships here or sent life here in seed form and that uh, that's how life got started on this earth. Now, what I think is interesting about that, it's an anti-evolutionary argument. That is that some intelligence had to send life. And, of course, he wants aliens because there's no moral demand. There's no sense of obedience. There's no sense of, uh, you know, we're obligated to worship and obey aliens. But the fact of the matter, of course, is God did that. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And God is the one who created life and life forms and the very species. But we are in agreement that it required an intelligence uh, to get things going here on this planet. We've got Michelle on the line from Arlington. Michelle, thank you for calling and holding. What's your view? Well, just like you were saying on the same line, um, there is a God and there is Satan. So we have to know as a Christian that Satan has power too. And these things could happen for a person that it's still thinking about there is something out there and they want to see it, they are going to see it. And Satan can have that power that that they are able to see it. But we need to be very strong on how we believe that God is there and that we know that it could be from the other side, not from God's side. So I do believe it could be happening. People could see it. But we know that Satan has power. And just like when you look at the cloud and you look at the form and you say, oh, it looks like this. And people will say, oh, yeah, yeah, it looks like that. Yeah. You know, and he might I not see even a rabbit. Like I that. see Bugs Bunny or I see whatever. You're right. And uh, remember that scripture that says that Satan has the ability to transform himself into an angel of light. People say, oh, this was so beautiful. Oh, this was so peaceful. Satan can transform himself into an angel of light. And we know toward the end that we're going to see signs and wonders that will deceive many. And it could be that there could be some demonic manifestations meant to deceive 
large groups of people. We've got Susan on the line from Dallas. Susan, what do you think about UFO phenomenon? Well, I've seen them um, back in 1976. I was driving down south on Marsh Lane in Dallas. It was about 5 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and I came over a little hill, and Love Dallas Love Field was right eye level in front of me. And lo and behold, hovering above the end of Dallas Love Field was a metallic-looking saucer-shaped disc. And I could not believe what I was seeing. And it looked like it had windows that went all the way around the diameter. And it was just perfectly still, and it was hovering over the end of Dallas Love Field. And from a dead dead stop hovering in the, the sky, it went out of sight in, say, about a second towards Fort Worth, towards the west, and it was gone. And I have no idea what it was. I'm not saying it was an alien or whatever. I have no idea what it was. And this was during the daytime. It wasn't light. It was an actual saucer-shaped craft, like everybody always says, you know, flying saucers are. And I am a strong Christian, and I am born again, and I am a Bible believer, but I saw what I saw, and I have no idea what it is. And the only thing I can think of is that, yeah, it, it's something maybe demonic or whatever. I have no idea what it was. All right. Thank you so much for that call, Susan. You know, last night at the debate, at the debate last night, Barack Obama, Barack Obama was asked um, what he thought about extraterrestrial life. And he was asked this because Dennis Kucinich said he's seen a UFO. Bill Richardson, the governor of New Mexico, said he thinks the government is covering up information about the Roswell incident, and it was really sort of a subplot of the debate and post-debate analysis. Uh, here's Barack Obama. I don't know, and I don't presume to know. What I know is there is life here on Earth, and, and that we're not attending to life here on Earth. Uh, we're not taking care of kids uh, who are alive and unfortunately are not getting health care. All right, that's Barack Obama, and he, of course, said he did not know. I think uh, we want to hear one more time Dennis Kucinich when he was asked that question. Did you see a UFO? Uh, I, I did. <laughs> All right, that's Dennis Kucinich. Ask if he saw a UFO. He says he did. Now, when we come back, I'm going to try to break this down, and let's talk about this in terms of science. And most importantly, Scripture. What are the options? What would be the Christian worldview? And actually, a scientific analysis of what this could be. When we come back, we'll talk about UFOs. Scientifically, scripturally, what are the options? Also, we will explore Hillary Clinton's position on aliens. No, not aliens. Illegal aliens. She said last night she supported the idea... She thought it was reasonable to give illegal aliens driver's licenses. And then we're going to wrap up comparing Halloween with Reformation Day. This is Jerry Johnson live from Crystal College. We'll be right back.
September 14th, the battle for the truth. It is our responsibility as pastors to speak out on issues, biblical issues, uh, show our people what the Bible says, give them the tools they need to make wise decisions. And I certainly believe it is a pastor's job to warn his people against doctrinal error that would lead them away from the truth. Dr. Robert Jeffress. I think it's very important, especially for pastors as well as Christians, almost to adopt a new intolerance toward false teaching. The Apostle Paul was the most intolerant person that ever lived when it came to the basics of the gospel. He said, if anyone preaches another gospel, let that person be accursed. And so I'm hoping uh, that Christians, as a result of this town hall meeting, will have a new courage to stand up for the truth. The truth. Fight for it with us. Only here on the Criswell Radio Network. You're listening to Jerry Johnson Live. Now here's your host, Dr. Jerry Johnson, president of Criswell College and Criswell Communications. Did you see a UFO? Uh, I, I did. All right. That's Congressman Dennis Kucinich answering last night in the Democrat presidential debate the question if he had seen a UFO. And, of course, um, the governor of New Mexico saying he thought the government was covering up information about the Roswell incident. And interestingly, this past week, we see that NASA has agreed to search its archives once again for documents on a 1965 UFO incident in Pennsylvania. And the space agency fought this in federal court. The government's been refusing to open these files about whatever crashed in the woods about 40 miles southeast of Pittsburgh. So it'll be very interesting to see what they find in those files. I suspect the file might be missing. We'll see about that. could be like an X file. But what are the options really for Christians here? And I think um, there may be several. Uh, scientifically, we could say, look, some of these are mistakes. People think this is uh, an alien spacecraft, but it's something else because we know our government has been experimenting for years with all kinds of experimental spacecraft. I know someone who's been in Area 51, and they told me that they believe, actually, that uh, the government has been developing experimental aircraft there all along, and the government is leaking these UFO stories to shield what they're actually doing so that people suspect something about UFOs is in Area 51. Actually, it's secret uh, weapons technology. Uh, but these sightings could be experimental aircraft. Um, but I, I have to agree, when you look at the distances, it seems to be an impossibility, really, that there would be alien spacecraft from other solar systems, other galaxies that would actually make it here with uh, living beings. But as a Christian, what do we say about this? What if it is none of that? What if it's real? Uh, what uh, people are seeing? What, what do you think this could be? And I think you've got just two or three options. And one would be the idea of this being an angel. We heard someone earlier in the program saying they saw some lights following them and you know, they thought maybe this is an angel because they had a good experience that night. Well, who knows that if maybe they were allowed to see some angels. Uh, the other option would be demons. And I would have to say, when these UFOs, these aliens, particularly abducting people, began to speak and to give messages, 
And when we hear those messages, and they're not about Christ, they're not about Jesus, they're not about the cross, but they're messages about saving the planet and saving the human race and world peace, but they're not about the gospel, they're not about the one true and living God, I think we can chalk that up to some kind of demonic deception. I want to remind you, the Bible says the devil can transform himself into an angel of light. The Bible says that in the latter times, there will be signs and wonders to deceive people. And remember what the Apostle Paul said. He said, if he or anyone else or even an angel preached another gospel, another gospel. So when these aliens, so-called, talk about hope for the planet, peace for the planet, salvation for the planet, I'm talking about Dianetics, I'm talking even about Mormonism. When you get these kinds of uh, weird ideas um, that aren't the gospel, the origin for that kind of an idea must be demonic. Well, we'll stay on this story as we hear further UFO developments. But last night at the debate, Hillary Clinton was asked, Hillary Clinton was asked, did she agree with the governor of New York City, New York State, that is, giving driver's licenses to illegal aliens? You told the National New Hampshire editorial board it makes a lot of sense. Why does it make a lot of sense to give an illegal immigrant a driver's license? Well, what Governor Spitzer is trying to do is fill the vacuum left by the failure of this administration to bring about comprehensive immigration reform. Uh, we know in New York we have several million at any one time who are in New York illegally. They are undocumented workers. They are driving on our roads. The possibility of them having an accident that harms themselves or others is just a matter of the odds. It's probability. Uh, so what Governor Spitzer is trying to do is to fill the vacuum. I believe we need to get back to comprehensive immigration reform because no state, no matter how well-intentioned, can fill this gap. There needs to be federal action on immigration add, reform. I did not say that it should be done, but I certainly recognize why Governor Spitzer is trying to do it. Wait, and we have wait, failed. Wait we have it, failed. No, no, no. You said, you said yes. No. You thought it made sense to do it. No, I did. Chris, but the point is, what are we going to do with all these illegal immigrants who well, are that's driving a, That's a legitimate road? issue, but driver's license goes too far. Well, you, you may say that, but what is the identification? If somebody runs into you today who is an undocumented worker... There's ways of dealing with that. Well, but, This uh, is a privilege, not a right. Well, what, what Governor Spitzer... All right, that debate went on and on, but in fact, uh, Hillary Clinton said she supported the idea of giving illegal aliens driver's license. We'll return to that story probably tomorrow. But today is Halloween, and there's a new AP poll saying which presidential candidate has the scariest Halloween mask. Which presidential candidate do you think would make the scariest Halloween costume? We asked, and you told us. The AP Ipsos poll finds that Hillary Rodham Clinton was far and away the winner. With 37% of the vote, she seemed to scare Republicans more than Democrats. Two-thirds of Republicans chose her as the most frightening Halloween costume. 14% of those who responded chose Rudy Giuliani, the Republican who leads the GOP in national polls. I'm Rita Foley. All right, so I guess it's Hillary Clinton and Rudy Giuliani. A lot of folks going out with masks tonight. What do you think about Halloween? It's very interesting to me. 
that in Russia, schools have banned Halloween. Why? Quote, it includes religious elements, the cult of death, the mockery of death. That's from a city education leader, Alexander Gavriloff. Well, also, the Roman Catholic Church in Mexico slams Halloween with a proclamation, quote, those who celebrate Halloween are worshiping a culture of death that is the product of a mix of pagan customs. The worst thing is that this celebration has been identified with neo-pagan Satanism and occult worship. Well, I'd rather think today about Reformation Day. On this day in 1517, Martin Luther posted his proposal on the Wittenberg church door. And one of the things he talked about was the notion that we are not saved. We do not get grace through the sacraments. We get grace through faith alone, in Christ alone. Reformation Day. Celebrate it today. Salvation by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. You simply look to Jesus, believe in Jesus, receive Jesus, and live. This is Jerry Johnson Live from Criswell College. We'll be back tomorrow. You've been listening to Jerry Johnson Live, a Christian worldview radio show. Join Dr. Jerry Johnson, President of Criswell College and Criswell Communications, Monday through Friday at 5 p.m. for an hour of relevant discussion of news and culture from a Christian perspective.